This is Hacker Public Radio episode 3254 for Thursday the 21st of January 2021. Today's show is entitled, The Markdown Editor Text. It is hosted by Mr. X, and is about 25 minutes long, and carries an explicit flag. The summary is, in this episode I cover the Markdown Editor Text. I found this useful when creating show notes. This episode of HPR is brought to you by archive.org. Support universal access to all knowledge by heading over to archive.org forward slash donate. And welcome, Hacker Public Radio audience. My name is Mr. X, and welcome to this podcast. As usual, I'd like to start by thanking the people at HPR for making the service available to us all on these here intertubes. HPR is a community-led podcast provided by the community for the community. That means you can contribute too. So why don't you pick up a microphone, an MP3 player, a phone, a computer if you've got one, a laptop, a tablet, an earbud, and hit record on your device and send in a show. Uh, they've gone to a lot of effort to make the, uh, the whole process streamlined, so, you know, it's uh, if we all contributed, we'd have more shows than we know what to do with. And you might even enjoy it. Anywho, well, it's uh, just for context, it's the 1st of January, so Happy New Year! And may your lum always leak. Reek, not leak. <laughs> so anyway, um, it's a few days till I'm back at the dreaded slate, so I've still got a wee bit of time on my hands, so I thought I'd uh, pull together another show. And uh, I thought about it because I was actually, had just recently recorded a, another show, and I thought I was thinking about some of the about the process of how I, I go about doing this, uh, and it's changed slightly uh, recently because um, what I tended to do was um, I would uh, write up my show notes. Uh, sometimes I would be all prepared and I'd have my show notes, show notes written, uh, or in this case, I'd have almost no show notes and just off the cuff. But you know, I'd still pull the show notes together at some point. And invariably, I would do that just in um, LibreOffice sort of thing, you know, and just, just bat it in and whatnot. And I uh, I heavily rely on the spell checking and such like, because my, uh, I'm terrible with uh, spelling and grammar, so <laughs> um, so that's, that's very useful. But uh, 
myself and uh, Dave Morris uh, had a had a chat while back uh, on HPR eighteen thirty two. Sorry, it wasn't. It was three one six seven. HPR three one six seven. It was sorry, and uh, we we're talking about um, sending in uh, show notes and whatnot. And he was he was saying he mentioned uh, in, in his show notes he's, he's given the what, what HPR prefers. And uh, processing HPR show notes, he says, uh, experiences, HTML preferred but needs to be high quality. So, you know, I've done a tiny bit of dabbling with HTML, but uh, it's been so long ago, should make lots of mistakes with that. Next one, next preferable option, uh, Markdown, if well formatted. Uh, this is the easiest to deal with. So I thought, oh, that's interesting. And then uh, finally, plain text that gets converted to Markdown by volunteers. So somebody has to process that that text. I always assume that, uh, you know, if, if you use text, I, gu- I guess plain text, if it's um, is better than badly formatted HTML or Markdown, uh, particularly HTML, I, I would imagine, because uh, the scripting that uh, is done behind the scenes all goes wonky, basically, if, it, if it's not done correctly. So I was always a bit nervous about sending in HTML, and for some reason, I never thought about Markdown. And uh, David said that, because uh, I'd say to him, well, you know, uh, maybe you could point to a website where you could get, uh, you could pop in some H, uh, some um, Markdown and see how it looks. And then that way you could uh, create your, your Markdown and uh, send it in. Um, but then he, he told me about a, a tool called uh, Retext, R-E-T-E-X-T. And uh, I had never heard of this before. And uh, it's, a, it's a standalone program that you can install on Linux. I don't know if there's a is there a, a Windows version for it. I'll just so I've just had a wee look at the the uh, website for Retex, and it says um, to install Retex, make sure that you have Python three point six or later installed, and run pip space install space Retex. By default, it installs system wide uh, pass dash dash user for installing into the user's home directory. You can also manually download the tarball from PYPL as a link here. Retex requires the following Python modules to run. PIP will install them automatically. So it's PyQT5, 5.6 or later, and Markups 2.0 or later. I also say we recommend Markdown for Markdown support, DocUtils for restructured tech support, py enchant for spell checking support so yeah that, that's information from, from the official website I'm running Ubuntu here so uh, that, that's what I'm doing anyway and it's in the it's in the repo and uh, I think the the, um, the current version uh, is 701 so the latest version as of the 1st of January is 7.1.0 I'm, but in the in the repository for Ubuntu it's seven oh one, so it's not the very latest, but good enough, it's fine. So Retext is a is a Markdown editor sort of thing. So uh, basically, I had um, I copied it. I still actually from a previous episode copied the text from MS Office. Uh, MS nothing from from LibreOffice and pasted it into the uh, Retext and worked on it there. Um and uh, one of the things so so when you you open up 
one of the things is when I first opened it up, I, it wasn't doing spell checking for me. And uh, if you go, certainly for, for UK, um, I went to the edit menu and then I went to spell check and then I hit, hit uh, select locale and it said enter locale name. Now, uh, example, en underscore us for us, obviously. So, um, I, 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 for myself, I just put en underscore gb and uh, set as default and, and then that, 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 that then started uh, checking, uh, spell checking one of myself. So that's, that's good. That's very useful. Uh, whether I'll dispense with LibreOffice, I'm not sure. I might do. I might do. I might just, just do everything in, in retext. But um, when you open up, you get a, a single window um, and you can, you can, you can put your, your markdown in, in, the, in the window and flip between the markdown and how it will actually look uh, by pushing the preview button. Uh, did I actually explain what markdown is? Do people know what markdown is? Uh, what, is what does Wikipedia say for markdown? Uh, markdown is a lightweight markup language for creating formatted text using plain text using a plain text editor. John Gruber and Aaron Swartz created Markdown in 2004 as a markup language that is appealing to the human users in its source form. Markdown is widely used in blogging, instant messaging, online forums, collaboration software, document pages and even readme files. Markdown is the predominant markup language of Microsoft Docs website. Uh, if you go to the help menu in retext and click on uh, about retext, there's a link that says Markdown Syntax and that takes you to the website um, daringfireball.net which tells you all about Markdown and it says uh, Markdown is a text to HTML conversion tool for web writers. Markdown allows you to write using an easy to read, easy to write plain text format then convert it to structured valid XHTML or HTML. So you can see why that appeals to to the HPR um, uh, people behind the scenes, um, such as our Dave Morris, because uh, it, it, it greatly simplifies turning the the, the, the text into HTML. And, and on in this site, it gives you examples of all the different uh, formats and stuff. But I mean, as I say, I, 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 how I how I started using it uh, as I, I created my text, just battered it down on in LibreOffice. You know, if it was a if it was a heading, I'd make it bold and underline or whatever, um, just so that I could th think about structuring the document, just without thinking too much about the because even thinking about marketing, which is very simple, <laughs> can maybe until you're used to it, maybe. Um, stifle the flow slightly um, but uh, and then you just paste it into the main window um, and then you can add your formatting yourself so you think oh, that's a heading so if I for example um, type this as a heading into the main window and I highlight it and there's a, a formatting button on the toolbar I push that and I click header then it puts a hash at the beginning of the this as a heading. Um, and if I hit the preview button, um, it gives you a nice big heading, this as a heading. Uh, 
put another bit of text below that. Uh, this is not a heading. It's very basic stuff. This. Um, hit the preview button, and it isn't a heading because it's because you haven't prepended it with a with a hash. Now you can get different levels of of heading by having more hashes. So, for example, h one hash at the beginning of the line um, is a is the biggest is the is as the biggest heading you can get. So, if I put two hashes here, so you can just type it in rather than using the the formatting button because I don't think that gives you the options for multiple levels of heading um, and it's become bold as well and when I hit the preview it, it, if it's, it, when it's a heading it, it, or, or I don't know if it does other things but it, when it's a heading it, it does turn it bold so you can see where your headings are within the actual markdown before you even go to the preview um, so when I hit the preview button there you go I've got a, a bold large font saying this is a heading and the line below it which as a sing as has two hashes on uh, beside it now says this is not a heading but it is actually a heading <laughs> what I should say this is heading heading one I should say and the next one should say this is heading two I suppose this is heading two and let's put uh, another line and put three hashes after it one two three this is heading I should say level three uh, yeah, so heading one is the biggest, heading two is smaller, heading three is smaller still. So that's how you do headings. Um, and because the, the way when you're looking at, at Markdown, you can kind of look at the text. Oh, I, I see what it's doing. I can just do it myself without actually pushing the button. Sometimes it's easier just to copy and paste the 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 the, the text to format it rather than actually pushing the button. So, for example, um, this is bold. So bold, if I highlight that and push the formatting button and click on bold, it puts uh, two asterisks two asterisks at the beginning of this is bold and two asterisks at the end of this is bold. And uh, when I hit the preview button, it's bold. So what else have we got? Italics? What, I wonder what italics is. Italics. Italics, how do you do italics? Push that. Oh, it's a single asterisk either side apparently for italics, and actually, even in the even in the the, um, the retext main window, it, it still shows it as italics with the, with asterisks on it. But when you hit the preview button, it it, it formats it as it would finally look. Uh, nice few touches seeing that, so you, you can kind of get an idea of what it's doing even with the the. The tags or whatever you call these characters, either side basically, you can still tell that it's italics basically. Um, right, bullet. What's a bullet? What does that look like? It looks like it's it puts one, two, th uh, one, two, three spaces and then an asterisk, and that's how a bullet is done by the look of it. And when I go to preview, yeah, that's how you do a, a bullet. Um, you you can you know you can flip between the. the preview and the, the plain text or the markdown I should say um, but there's there's also if, you, if you've got a nice widescreen uh, monitor uh, you can also there's a wee arrow next to the preview button and there's a thing called live preview which is also control L and that gives you your two two panes so you can actually see what's go how it's going to look live as you type you can also uh, add symbols degrees, divide, dollar 
Uh, there's a whole slew of them. Minus, there's a whole slew of these things, symbols that you can add. And as I say, once you click on that, it'll put the text that's required and you can say, oh, I see what it means. For example, a degree is an ampersand DEG. So if you say 23 ampersand DEG, then you get 23 in a read degree symbol, for example. Um, I'm just thinking, is there anything else about uh, retext? So looking at the, um, if you've got the help menu, which get, get, get help online. I don't think that worked actually when I clicked on that. I can't remember. And there's about retext, which tells you the version. Um, simple but powerful editor for markdown and restructured text. Author by Dimitri Sashnev, 2011 to 2017. And then below it, three links, one to the website, one to markdown syntax, and finally one to restructured text syntax. And then you've also got, there's also about QT in there actually, if you're interested. Uh, in the edit menu, you've got undo, redo, cut, copy, paste, spell check, which I mentioned, uh, find text, change editor font, change preview font, not bored messing with any of that. A default markup is, is, is markdown, and that's, that's what I'm using. And if you're using it for HPR, then I would imagine that's how you'd leave it. Formatting, bold, attacks, underline, control B, control I, control U. So that's a kind of shortcut, I guess. Um, and then there's, there's various other options. I'm maybe not going to go through them all here. There's maybe too many. Um, preferences. Automatically save documents. Documents. Automatically open last document on startup. Restore window geometry. Use live preview by default. Uh, open external links and retext window. Because uh, as, as it stands, if you click on a link, it'll open it in your web browser. Uh, markdown syntax extensions, comma, separated. Yeah, so I think there's extensions you can add to that. I don't know. I haven't looked into any of that because it, this is just it's sufficient, really, for, for uh, HPR. It's, I generally use bullets and, and bold and italics and headings, and there's not much else, really. Um, enable synchronized scrolling for markdown. That's ticked. Highlight current line, that could be handy I haven't got that ticked uh, show line numbers, that's not ticked either uh, tab key, inserts spaces that was ticked tabular width, 4 draw vertical line at column, 0 uh, icon theme name, style sheet file, none and that's that's all your, your preferences basically you've got a full screen mode that uh, help you if you've got a small screen or, or to help your flow so you don't get distracted with the stuff around about you, I guess, really. Finally, the, the file menu, you've got uh, new, open, open recently, show directory, that could be interesting, save, save as, um, next tab, previous tab, yeah, because you can have open, you can open multiple documents and tabs. Oh, exp oh that's, that's interesting. Yeah, I didn't know that. Export is HTML, export is ODT, Export as PDF. Wow. Well, let's try exporting as PDF. Just for, just for the fun of it. Uh, name and I'll give it to uh, retext uh, dot PDF. Okay, let's see that. I assume that worked. Um, print, print preview and quit. So if I go to my file manager, well, there we go, retext.pdf. 
click on that. Oh, it worked, look at that. Ah, that's quite neat. And it also can generate HTML as well. And so that that's, yeah, that's, that's quite nice. It's a really nice handy tool to to very easily format um, your show notes uh, before sending it into uh, HPR. It uh, really handy. I did, just didn't know it existed. Um, the I had a wee search. Of course, I'm doing this all out of order. I had a wee search at the beginning when I was, before I started this to see if retext was mentioned in HPR and if somebody had uh, already covered this because you got to watch that. Uh, not that there's a, a, a problem in, in, in doing it a second time, uh, but um, since this was kind of rushed and pulled together quickly, uh, if it had been, there's a very good chance it would have done, been done much more thoroughly. <laughs> so I wouldn't have done it if somebody else had previously done it. Um, uh, sorry, uh, sorry, Ken. Um, anyway, the... the um, when I did a research on HPR site and the only two references to uh, retext, there was uh, a reference to it from a sh- from show 1832 uh, by Be Easy, an excellent show about uh, Pandoc and how he uses Markdown. Uh, so he mentions that he also uses retext as a tool he also uses. Uh, and of course, the fact that the one, um, the episode that me and Dave did um episode uh, HPR 3167 I can't remember what the title of that one was I'll include the uh, links to it in, in, in my show notes which I will prepare using retext so some final thoughts uh, after actually finishing the recording and um, creating my uh, my show notes uh, using retext of course Um I find that found that using retext um, kind of disciplines me to, um, and, I, and I put more more thoughtful. Uh, I put more titles in. Um, I, I guess the beauty is that you actually see that it's just piles of paragraphs and the, and, the, and without meaningful headings or, or titles, it, it, it doesn't make a lot of sense or doesn't look awfully great, you know. So that I guess that's that's the beauty. Because in my original uh, LibreOffice version, I didn't have some of these these headings. Uh, it, it also helped me to create uh, meaningful descriptions for um, for links, you know, for internet links, and uh, which hopefully helps um, accessibility for visually impaired. I do remember Ken and Dave talking on multiple occasions about having descriptions for links, and. Um, I always thought, yeah, that's a good idea, but invariably, if you, if you did it in LibreOffice, I would just say, see link below or something like that, and then I'd have have the, the, the text, and then I don't know how the volunteer would, would interpret that, and, but um, you, you see how um, confusing that looks on the page, so um, you, 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 that, it makes it very easy to actually write some words about what the link is, highlight it, hit the link button, and then, um, thoughtfully, they put a, a, after the description they put the they put in brackets URL. So that's a prompt for you to just stick the URL on in, in the second part. Uh, and then, of course, when it's formatted, you have lovely, lovely um, descriptive links with a URL um, embedded. So that that's very useful. Um, I actually found out also that last I was um, using retext and um, dual 
panel mode, digital pin mode, um, live preview it was called, uh, where you can see the uh, markdown version and final version side by side. It it, um, it was uh, really quite useful and although I don't have a widescreen monitor it was uh, more than wide enough to, to cater for it so that that's, that's well worth uh, doing. I'll probably use it a bit more. Um, and maybe when, I'm f- when you're first starting, you can just bat it down uh, in, on one p- one pane, um, and then as, as you're finalising it, use a dual pane. And maybe that's that's the way I, I did it anyway. Um, so of course, I ended up with a, a, a better, more polished. I, I think I end up with better, uh, more polished show notes uh, that hopefully needs fewer and fewer input from the band of HPR volunteers working behind the scenes. So. Um, yeah, I think it's it's well worth giving a a, a go. Uh, show notes are, are 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 not they're not that arduous, you know. And um, a show with no show notes is far better than no show at all. So I don't feel that you can't uh, produce a show if you don't produce show notes. Each uh, pair will accept any show uh, without show notes. Um, so don't feel you have to, but but uh, it's obviously beneficial. And uh, retext, well, it just it just makes it so much easier. It's easier for yourself, and uh, and easier for uh, the volunteers behind the scenes. So, if you're going to be pulling some some show notes together for HPR, um, why don't you give it a go? Uh, you might find it quite useful. Is that enough blethering? I think it probably is. Uh, I hope it didn't ramble, and I hope it made a, a bit of sense. And I think that's about it. Um, so. So finally, if you want to contact me, you, you, you can contact me at mrx at hpr at googlemail.com. That's mrxathpr, the at symbol, googlemail.com. So until next time, thank you and goodbye. You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license.